And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnall. This is the Ken Hudnall Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, it's February 1st, 32nd day of the year. 333 days remain till the year's over with. You know, uh, February 1st been an interesting date in history. 1327, Edward III, who was a teenager, is crowned King of England. But his mother, Queen Isabella, and her lover, Roger Mortimer, rule. The, uh, in uh, 1835, slavery is abolished in Mauritius. On this day in 1861, Texas succeeds from the, the U.S. and joins the Confederacy. 1864, the Second South League War. Prussian forces crossed the border into South League, starting the, the war. 1865, President Abraham Lincoln signs the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution on this date. The, uh, also, in 1984, the first volume of the Oxford English Dictionary is published. 1893, Thomas Edison, on this date, finished construction of the first motion picture studio, the Black Maria in West Orange, New Jersey. The, uh, let's see what else we got. 1908, Lisbon Regis King Carlos uh, I of Portugal and Infanta Luis Felipe is shot dead in Lisbon. That's one way to have a change of government. 1924, Russian-UK relations are restored over six years after the Communist Revolution. 1942, uh, Josef Tabrovan, Reich Commissar of German-occupied Norway, appoints the Dudkun Quisling, Minister-President of the National Government. And after that, uh, Norwegian... Nazis were called Quislings. 1942, the Navy conducts the Marshall Gilbert raids, the first offensive action by the U.S. against Japan in the Pacific Theater. 1942, the Voice of America, uh, the official external radio and TV service of the U.S. government, begins broadcasting with programs aimed at areas controlled by the Axis. 1942, Mao Zedong makes a speech on reform and learning, the party and literature, which puts into motion the Yan'an rectification movement. He changed everything to be the way he wanted it. The uh, 1946 Parliament of Hungary abolishes the monarchy after nine centuries and proclaims the Hungarian Republic. 1950, the first prototype of the MiG-17 makes its maiden flight. 1957, Northeast Airlines Flight 823 crashes on Rikers Island in New York City. Kills 20 and injures 78 others. 1960, four black students staged the first of the Greensboro sit-ins at a lunch counter in Greensboro, North Carolina. I, though I grew up in the Deep South, I never could see the logic 
of ranking people based on color. Intelligence, yes. But color is an accident of birth. Now you're 64. The Beatles have their first number one hit in the U.S. I want to hold your hand. Um, and you're 68. Execution of Viet Cong officer Nguyen Van Lim by South Vietnamese National Police Chief Nguyen Ngoc Lon is recorded on motion picture film, as well as an iconic still photo taken by Eddie Adams. 1968, Canada's three military services, the Royal Canadian Navy, the Canadian Army, and the Royal Canadian Air Force are unified into the Canadian Forces. And you 68, New York Central Railroad and the Pennsylvania Railroad emerged to form uh, Penn Central Transportation. The... Um, 1979, Iranian Ayatollah Ruhollah Khomeini returns to Tehran after 15 years of exile and is proclaimed the uh, head of everything because Allah wanted him to be. The um, 1991 Awana Ray collision between uh, U.S. Air Flight 1493 and SkyWest Flight 5569 at the L.A. International Airport results in the deaths of 34 and injures the 30 others. The um, 1992 Chief Judicial Magistrate of Bhopal Court declares Warren Anderson, ex-CEO of Union Carbide, a fugitive under Indian law for failing to appear at the Bhopal uh, disaster case. I swear there was a leak that killed numerous people. The um, in '98 Rear Admiral Lillian Fishburne becomes the first female African American to be promoted to Rear Admiral. And in uh, 2002, Daniel Pearl, American journalist and South Asia bureau chief of the Wall Street Journal, was kidnapped on January 23rd. Beheaded February 1st and mutated, uh, mutilated by his captor. 2003, Space Shuttle Columbus, Columbia, disintegrated during the reentry of mission STS 107, killed all seven astronauts on board. Um, 2004, the Haji Pilgrimage Stampede. Stampede at the Haji Pilgrimage in Saudi Arabia. 251 people are trampled to death and 244 are injured. The uh, 2005 King uh, Gayanendra of Nepal carries out a coup d'etat to capture the democracy, becoming chairman of the Council of uh, Ministers. The um, 2012 74 people were killed and 500 injured as a result of clashes between fans of Egyptian football teams, Al Mastri and Al Ali, in the city of Port Said. And in 2022, five year old Moroccan boy, Brian Aram, falls into 
105 foot deep well in Ingrun Village in uh, Kamiun in Morocco. Dies four days later before rescue workers can get to him. Well, it's a lot of strange things happen. The, uh, okay, I'm gonna, in this show, do a number of things. First off, I have uh, hesitated to say anything about this, but I'm tired of being continually ignored. As a disabled veteran, there are a number of grants available through the VA for various uh, uh, needs that disabled veterans have. And there are a number of contractors, as was said to me, who view these grants as free money, open to anybody who can get it. And one contractor said to me, who we had unfortunately hired to uh, do work, if we keep the pressure on you, you're going to turn into an ATM, start spewing out that money. Well, in spite of the fact he totally screwed up the work and got paid more than his invoice, he's kept us in court for 10 years. (coughs) Now, we had a court victory. So they got another attorney, went to another court, and the crooked roof uh, contractors, and there's more than one, as we have discovered to our dismay, have a bunch of jackleg lawyers and a couple of judges. And apparently, they view this as something they're entitled to. Kind of an extra perk of their positions, don't you know? The the second time, we got a contractor on the basis of a referral from the VA. Turns out, (coughs) to be a contractor here, you have to have uh, ability insurance post a $25,000 bond. And before work is done, you have to get a permit to do it and have inspections. Well, we discovered this guy, after the fact, this guy doesn't have a bond, doesn't have liability insurance, didn't bother to get a uh, permit, and when I confronted him, everything was my fault because, well, the city doesn't like me, and that's why they wouldn't issue a permit, so he didn't have a permit. The work was terrible, and didn't meet code has never been inspected and when I went to the VA and I said this man in effect absconded with grant money well so which leads me to believe there's some kind of connection between uh, this particular contractor and people in the VA system who knows uh, in regard to the first contractor it came out he was bribing the inspectors. And when I pointed that out, I was told, you people have plenty of money. You need to open up that wallet and spread it around. You won't have these problems. And I said, well, who exactly are you people? And this is a city official, mind you. 
you Jews, you got all this money. You're just being selfish and not spreading it around. Well, <clears throat> even though I brought it to everybody's attention, <coughs> nobody cared. Our illustrious mayor, who's a former car salesman, won't even return phone calls. Because he's too important. Even though I was one of the ones that worked for him to get elected. Now, a number of other things have come to light uh, regarding... Um, I just had it. Well, there is a veteran's death benefit that is rarely used. About 20% of eligible veterans use it. It allows you to be buried um, you know, in a veteran cemetery for free. Or, uh, and I think that's state or federal. And there's the, the laundry list of benefits is just unbelievable. And the new PACT Act opens up a lot more doors. Now, in discussing Agent Orange, the, uh, the VA uh, rules recognize certain areas if you were there. The presumption is you were exposed to Agent Orange, and it causes all kinds of issues. Well, it turns out there's a number of other areas where it was stored. I was uh, in Panama for several years, and it was stored in the canal zone. And in fact, um, in 77, my unit was one of several uh, sent to uh, clean out bunkers where it had been stored, ammo bunkers. And in the evenings in the canal zone, that was like living in the 1950s. I mean, it was idyllic. But one of the issues, of course, was mosquitoes. It's a tropical area. And they would spray every evening. And there would be clouds that would roll through the quarters. Well, I discovered that... Um, Part of what was used for mosquito eradication were elements that were used in Agent Orange. Now, all that was kept very quiet, but a friend of a friend uh, heard that my former stepdaughter had been born in the canal zone and she had uh, uh, disabilities, and he gave me some paperwork that confirmed the use of Agent Orange in the Mosquito Eradication Program. Now, the laundry list of things caused by exposure to Agent Orange is just unbelievable. And uh, I'm starting to, demonstra um, to demonstrate some of those issues. And the VA has turned its back on folks stationed in the Canal Zone. Um, However, the, uh, the documents in my possession, which I didn't realize how important they were until recently, make it clear. Lies were told and lies were, lives were jeopardized.
Alright, um, I wanted to make you aware of the, um, the veterans, uh, benefits available. There are, um, quite a number. Um, now, one thing to consider, if you served even one day uh, on active duty, there's a possibility of eligibility for um, VA benefits. The eligibility for most VA benefits is based on discharge from active duty service under other than dishonorable conditions. Now, active service means full-time service other than active duty for training as a member of the Army, Navy, Air Force, Marine Corps, Coast Guard, or commissioned officer in the Public Health Service, Environmental Science Service Administration, or National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or the Coast and Geodetic Survey. And certain VA benefits require wartime service. Now, I had a Donnie Brook about that. The uh, I was commissioned two weeks after the end of the Vietnam War. However, I had um, entered the reserves in 1971, but I couldn't find any proof. Uh, but I knew when I took the oath. So I asked the National Archives. Oh, they can't find it. Well, we were cleaning out the garage, and I found a box sent to me by the Waco VA about the time we were moving, so it didn't get opened. And in that box, I had filed a Freedom of Information Act request for anything they had. It was a thousand pages, hard copy uh, pages, of various reports and and it was a copy of my enlistment documents in the reserves so I went back to the board for correction military records and I said look um, I entered the reserves in 71 active duty for training in 74 got commissioned in 75 Oh, well, we'll get right on that. Also, in the box were three letters. And I were addressed to me, but I had never seen. That said, in 83, now remember, I left the service in 80. In 83, I was unfit for retention in the reserves. And the second letter said, not only was I unfit for retention in the reserves, I wasn't fit for duty at the time I left. I never should have been allowed to leave. I should have been put in front of a medical board. And the third letter was actually a copy of the one they sent to the ABCMR telling them that I should be, uh, my uh, discharge should be reviewed and I should be medically uh, examined for uh, medical retirement. Well, the Army doesn't like to admit it makes mistakes. Never has. Everybody immediately goes into CYA mode. Um, 
and this would have made it clear that I should have been medically retired effective when I left the service in 1980. Now that would mean major mistakes happened. Now you would think the Army would want everything correct. Well, they got around it in a most unique way. They can't find my personnel file. They lost it. And because they lost it, they can't process um, a medical retirement for me. They got to have the personnel file itself, not the medical record, the personnel file. And then I get a letter saying that I have it. Now, this is the United States Army asking a disabled veteran, does he have official records that the Army is charged with keeping track of? And I said, no. Uh, why don't you check with Waco? They had everything else. And I will say, there's one or two people at Waco who are about as professional as you can get. Um, the folks at the Army Board of Correctional Military Records um, must have been trained in the uh, by the same school that trained our roofers, the Keystone Cop School because they have screwed up everything they have touched. And I said, well, at least correct my DD-214 to show the reserve service that you haven't shown, because they kept me till 1987, which meant I had 17 years of various types of service. Well, we can't do that till we find the missing personnel file. Now, this was a file that went from the Department of the Army to the Reserves to the National Archives and poof, vanished. Now, putting the, the interesting things that I've dealt with uh, aside, let's talk about benefits for veterans. Um... I would refer you to something called eBenefits. It's a joint VA Department of Defense web portal that uh, provides services and self-service capabilities to service members, veterans, and their families to apply and research and access and manage their VA military benefits and personnel information to a secure Internet connection. But the ABCMR apparently can't use a computer. Now, through eBenefits... You can uh, view their disability compensation claim status, access official military personnel documents, such as the DD-214 or certificate of release or discharge from active duty. You can even transfer entitlements to post-9-11 GI Bill to eligible dependents. Obtain a, view, a guaranteed home loan certificate of eligibility. Register for an update, direct deposit information. And you do that by going to www.ebenefits.va.gov. Um, 
Now, there are two different types of accounts. There's the basic account and the premium account. A premium account allows you to access personal data in the VA and DOD systems, apply for benefits online, check the status of claims, update records, and the basic account allows access to information you entered into the system. Uh, basic accounts can't access VA or DOD systems. Now, there's a new online portal called VA.gov, which contains information and many self-service tools. And many e-benefits features have already been moved to VA.gov. Eventually, it's going to replace it. Now, if there's fraud that you become aware of, allegedly, the VA secretary ensures integrity by reporting suspected fraud, waste, or abuse in VA programs or operations. I did that as it was yesterday, and I'm basically laughed at. There's a VA Inspector General hotline. Um, where you can uh, report uh, fraud, waste, and abuse. Uh, my experience with it, it's a, uh, sounds good. Now let's talk about health care, which is what most folks think about when you think about the VA system. If you served in the active military, naval, or air service, and discharged or released under conditions other than discernible, you may qualify for VA health care benefits. This includes uh, reserve and National Guard members, former service members who have an other than, other than honorable discharge, can get an initial mental health assessment and be connected with mental and behavioral health care services, um, now, the system sounds great, but to give you an idea of what the average veteran runs into, I tried to go see the, the director of our local uh, health care facility. He's behind a locked door because he's afraid to associate with veterans because we're dangerous people, you know. So dangerous that one individual who couldn't get assistance shot himself in the parking lot. Now, veterans who enlisted after September 7th, 1980, or went on active duty after October 16th, 1981, must have served 24 continuous months, or the full period for which they were called active duty, to be eligible. Now, this doesn't apply to veterans discharged for hardship or early out or a disability incurred or aggravated in the line of duty. And, of course, you can uh, complete applications for enrollment in VA health care by uh, phone or go to va.gov, get a hard copy application, and mail it in. Uh, now, there are four categories of veterans. They're not required to unenroll, but are urged to do so to permit better planning of health services. And number one, that's veterans with a service-connected disability rated at 50% or more. Uh, veterans seeking care for disability, the military determined, was incurred or aggravated in the line of duty, but which 
The VA hasn't yet rated. You have to do it within 12 months of discharge. Veterans seeking care for a service-connected disability. And veterans seeking registry examinations such as Agent Orange or ionization radiation, Gulf War, Operation Enduring Freedom. Now the government loves its numbers and its ratings. So there are priority groups that have been set up. And when you get enrolled, you're assigned to a priority group. And this, the VA uses these priority groups to balance demand for health care enrollment with resources. Changes in available resources can reduce the number of priority groups the VA can enroll. Now, Group 1 are veterans with service-connected disabilities ready to 50% or more. Now, I will say, just as a warning, if you get into the VA system, um, our elected officials who care so much about the American people are trying to overturn all this so that undocumented immigrants get priority on health care. Now, as I said, Group 1 is veterans service with disabilities rated 50% or more or determined by the VA to be unemployable due to service-connected conditions, or a veteran who got the Medal of Honor. Group 2 are veterans with service-connected disabilities rated 30 to 40%. Group 3 are former POWs, veterans who got a Purple Heart, uh, were discharged for a disability incurred or aggravated in the line of duty, or veterans with VA service-connected disabilities rated 10% or 20% uh, or uh, veterans who were awarded special eligibility classification under Title 38 U.S.C. Section 1151 benefits for individuals disabled by treatment of vocational habilitation. Uh, now I will say the VA pretends to care about those injured by treatment. In uh, my particular case, they did everything they could to protect the doctor in question, to include allow him to go into my medical record and change things so he'd look good. Group four, veterans who received increased compensation or pension based on their need for regular aid and attendance or by reason of being permanently housebound and or veterans who are determined by the VA to be catastrophically disabled. Group 5 is non-service-connected veterans and non-compensable service-connected veterans rated by the VA as 0% disabled and have an annual income below the VA's geographically adjusted income limit. In other words, if you need, you're supposed to give. Well, Group 6 compensable, zero percent service-connected veterans, those exposed to ionizing radiation or atmospheric testing or during the occupation of Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Okay. Then there's a group seven, veterans of gross housebound income, household income below the geographically adjusted VA income limit and who agree to pay co-payments. Group 8, veterans of gross household income above the VA national income limit and the geographically adjusted income limit for their resident location 
but who agree to pay co-payments. Um, like so many other things, like the city told me, you people got plenty of money. A lot of the rules change if you flash the cash. Now, the VA has a program, because they don't have every specialty, and quite often their doctors are overwhelmed, especially when they have to go treat undocumented immigrants instead of veterans. So veterans may be eligible for care through a provider in their local community, depending on their health care needs or circumstances and if they meet eligibility requirements. Um, you can be eligible to see a community provider if you meet one of six eligibility requirements. The service that you need is unavailable at the VA. Or the, uh, you reside in a state or territory that doesn't have a full-service VA medical facility. Or three, you are eligible for community care under the Veterans Choice Program distance criteria. Uh, or the VA determines it's in your best medical interest to be referred to a community provider. Or you need a care from a VA medical service the VA determines is not providing care that complies with the VA's quality standards. Or you meet the access standards for average drive time or wait time for VA appointment. Now, in my particular case, I was given an uh, outstanding doctor in the community. And he helped me get a number of conditions confirmed to have been caused by my military service. And then I'm notified I'm being pulled back into the VA system. No rhyme nor reason. Because nothing had changed. So I confronted the individual who was briefing me, and I said, what is the cause of this? And he said, well, let's be frank. Your doctor is too supportive. And he has allowed you to get a service connection for disabilities we would never have even looked at. We can't control the doctor in the community. We can control the doctor in the house. So I said, it basically comes down to money. And he said, well, of course. Now, you have to keep in mind that used to be the care for veterans was furnished primarily by veter um, veterans. Not now. If you know the right people, you get a job. Um, I've written books about how to get you VA benefits, one of which has been banned from being brought onto VA property. And I ask why, because you, you took everything and put it into English, and if we wanted it in English, we would have put it there. So if anybody has that book, that's going to be confiscated. I used to do book signings and book sales uh, outside the VA canteen. Um, and I was told veterans can't afford to buy books. And then they started giving me all kinds of grief to the point of inspecting my books to see which ones they thought were suitable for uh, purchase by veterans. Now the... Uh, the VA also has uh, health care uh, services available for uh, females. Uh, women 
veterans are eligible to receive care provided by the community when they meet the eligibility requirements. Then the American Indian and Alaska Native veterans um, can also uh, receive treatment through the Indian Health Service and Tribal Health Program. To reimburse the cost of care provided to eligible veterans uh, through reimbursement agreements. A friend of mine who is, um, I think he's 50% Native American. I, he, we were good friends for 40 years. And he was one of those that refused to apply for veterans' benefits because he was convinced that was charity. And he was also one of those who believed that uh, if he gave any information to the government, the FBI would show up on his doorstep. Um, I mean, he was terrified of such silly things as tearing the label off of pillows that say do not remove under penalty of law. Well, his niece called me when he had an aneurysm. Now, we were both demonstrating this very similar symptoms, but he had an aneurysm and collapsed. But since his VA benefits hadn't been approved, he couldn't go to a VA facility. So his niece called me, and I called the VA, and we got it worked out because he was uh, he was uh, Navy, he had been in Vietnam, served on nuclear submarines, and uh, was entitled to benefits. Before we could get it uh, completely processed, he died, unfortunately. And, uh, I mean, his treatment was so bad that... Uh, An investigation was launched. Um, and his niece was as nutty as he was about telling people information. If I do that, the FBI will show up. They can't be bothered to investigate crimes. They're too busy trying to cover for the president. Now, there's also programs for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer-questioning veterans. They get eligible for the same benefits. They'll be transgender veterans will be treated based on their self-identified gender, including room assignments in a residential and inpatient settings. Uh, Same-sex couples, uh, there's a website the VA's launched to inform veterans and beneficiaries of the recent changes in the law and procedure involving same-sex marriage. Military sexual trauma. Uh, Post 9-11 era veterans have um, transition and care management uh, programs. But if you're one of the older veterans, my experience, die. Uh, Veterans who are enrolled with the VA for their health care meet the standard for minimum health care coverage. Not eligible for assistance uh, to lower their cost of health insurance premiums. They choose to purchase additional health insurance outside the VL health care coverage. I get a form every year in December or January that I'm that, uh, if I'm questioned about whether or not I'm in a uh, proper program. I can show that. Uh, veterans not receiving VA disability compensation or pension payments have to provide a financial assessment upon initial application to determine if they get free care, medication, or travel benefits. 
Now, veterans with private health insurance may choose to use these sources of coverage as a supplement to their VA benefits. Of course, VA is not responsible for paying any remaining balance of the VA's insurance claim not paid or covered by the health insurance. Okay. Now, eligible veterans and non-veterans can be provided mileage reimbursement or when medically indicated, special modes of transportation, such as a wheelchair, van, or an ambulance. Um, and I know a couple of cases where they were put on helicopters. Uh, that's one of the travels related to VA medical care. Mileage reimbursements, 41 and a half cents per mile, and is subject to a deductible of $3 for each one-way trip and 6 for a round trip. Um, veteran may be eligible for beneficiary travel services if the the uh, they have a service-connected rating of 30% or more or traveling for treatment of a service-connected condition or get a VA pension or your income doesn't exceed the maximum annual VA pension rate. I mean, keep in mind that there are those in the VA who will bend over backward to take care of the needs of the veteran. And then there are those that a job is a job. Um, you may think I'm being unduly critical, but I've dealt with the VA now for 43 years. And I've seen some of the goofiest decisions made you'd ever want to uh, hear anybody make. The, um, let's see. VA offers urgent care services, flu shots, if you're involved, enrolled in uh, VA health. Uh, they're provided at the VA medical facilities and, and network community providers. Uh, I noticed they were being given at Walgreens. There's a caregiver program that has the potential, when they get the politics out of it, to be an outstanding program. Because nine times out of ten, the individual giving the best care to the disabled veteran is the spouse. And if a spouse has to work, she's running herself ragged, or he's running himself ragged. Now, it's come to light uh, a number of places where military troops were stationed um, were detrimental to their health. Panama Canal Zone is one, though it, that hadn't been officially recognized as such. The Camp Lejeune uh, family member programs, a medical care cost reimbursement program for family members of veterans who were stationed at Camp Lejeune between August 1st of 53 and December 31st of 87. Bad water, don't you know? The, um, let's see. Now, there are a number of non-health care benefits that all veterans need to be aware of. Disability compensation. It's a tax-free monetary 
benefit paid to veterans with disabilities that are a result of a disease or injury occurred or aggravated during active military service. And uh, the benefit amount is graduated according to the degree of the veteran's disability on a scale of 1 to 100. Now, there are those that get to 100% and say, okay, I'm done. That is part of a bigger scale that goes up uh, much beyond that. It's called special monthly compensation. It's an additional tax-free benefit that can be paid to veterans as well as their spouses, surviving spouses, and parents. For veterans, SMC is a higher rate of compensation pay due to special circumstances such as the need for aid and attendance by another person or due to a specific disability such as a loss of use of one hand or leg. Uh, veterans are determined by the VA to be in need of regular aid and attendance of uh, another person or a veteran who is permanently housebound can be entitled to additional payments. Then there's an allowance for aid and attendance or if you're a household vet, a housebound veteran, you may be entitled to additional disability compensation or pension payments. Veteran evaluated at 30% or more disabled is entitled to get an additional payment for a spouse who needs the aid and attendance of another person. So even your spouse can receive benefits. Automobile allowance. Service members and veterans may be uh, eligible for a one-time payment of $21,795.57 beginning October 1st, 2020 toward the purchase of an automobile if you've got certain service-connected disabilities. It's supposed to be one time. Then there's a clothing allowance because those who have service-connected disabilities that require prosthetic or orthopedic appliances, it it wears on the clothing. Available to any veteran whose service-connected skin condition requires prescribed medication that irreparably damages outer garments. Um, you have to establish eligibility by August 1st of the year for which you claim payment. Um, then there are a number of additional benefits for military retirees. Housing grants for disabled veterans um, to help build a, a new specially adaptive house or adapt a house they already own or buy a house and modify it to their disability-related requirements. You can use the grant six times with the dollar amount of the grants not to exceed the maximum allowable. And those grants are adjusted October 1st every year based on the cost of construction index. Now, there is a, also a specially adaptive housing grant. These are the type of grants the crooked contractors just, their mouth waters when they see somebody who's in need of one of those. Because I have, on good authority, if they rip you off, VA doesn't care. Then there's the Special Housing Adaptation Grant. $20,215 for the cost of necessary adaptations to a service member or veteran's residence or to help him or her require, acquire a residence already adapted. Um, temporary Residence Adaptation Grants. 
Um, if you're temporarily residing in a home owned by a family member, you can get this grant. Then uh, there's supplemental financing. Uh, special uh, service members and veterans with available VA home loan guarantee entitlement can get a guaranteed loan to supplement the grant to acquire a special adaptive house. Then there's the Veterans Readiness and Employment Program, Housing Adaptation Assistance. Um, hmm. The uh, Special Adaptive Housing and Collaboration with VRNE can provide home adaptations to participants in the program who are not currently able to work because of the effects of their service-connected disabilities or who require adaptations to achieve a vocational goal through the VRNE Housing Adaptation Grant. And that's limited to those required to improve uh, independence at home or in the community. The uh, grant is 90, up to $92,569 as part of an approved rehabilitation plan. Then uh, there's VRNE, uh, which is called Chapter 31, services to eligible service members and veterans with service-connected disabilities and employment handicap. The, uh, then there's, um, let's see, there are five tracks to employment, according to the VA. The uh, re-employment, target service members and veterans who served on active duty, now coming back to employers for whom they worked prior to going on active duty. Um, USERA protects this reemployment right. Rapid access to employment targets veterans who express a desire to obtain employment as soon as possible and have got the necessary skills. Um, now, rehabilitation program, uh, there, of course, like everything else, has limits. And the basic period of eligibility in which VRNE benefits can be used is 12 years from the latest of a veteran's date of separation, the date the VA first notified a veteran he's been granted a compensable service-connected disability, and their employment services, uh, OJT, non-paid work experience, special employer incentive, vet success on campus. I went to UTEP uh, for a degree, and you would have thought I was a communist spy. The man in charge of the program uh, was very anti-veteran. Even so far as to tell the administration I was a Vietnam veteran trained in combat and prone to violence. I needed to be watched. So I had an armed security guard follow me around. And whenever I would get bored, I'd look at him and go, boo, and he'd run. The... Um, there are veterans' pensions. Um, the uh, there are reductions for Medicaid-covered nursing care facilities. 
Now, there's a big education and training program. There's the post-9-11 GI Bill. Uh, for those who served on active duty after September 10th, 2001, there's uh, the Veterans Rapid Retraining Assistance Program. Lost their job due to COVID-19. Uh, they can uh, qualify for assistance in high-demand occupations. The Yellow Ribbon GI Bill Education Enhancement Program. Uh, the Sergeant Marine Gunnery Sergeant John David Fry Scholarship Programs for post 9-11 GI Bill benefits to children and spouses of surviving spouses of service members. Then there's the Edith Norse Rogers STEM Scholarship. Up to nine months of additional post 9-11 GI Bill benefits. There's veteran employment through uh, technology education courses. I have tried my best to find out what causes that being, and we haven't found it yet. I've been all through this computer. Now, let's see. There's the Montgomery Bill active duty uh, benefit. 36 months of educational benefits for eligible service members and veterans for college degrees and certificate programs. Uh, GI Bill resident rate requirements. Section 3679, Title 38, U.S. Code, requires VA to disapprove programs of education for a payment of benefits uh, at certain uh, schools. Uh, that was one I'd been accepted to, and the VA told me that that was buying a degree because they didn't give you much. Then, of course, there's the Home Loan Guarantee Program, help you buy a house. Uh, You know, I was talking to one of them about the uh, the POW program. And he said, have you ever been a POW? And I said, I was married before. That stopped him in his tracks. Um, the, uh, now understand, in the home loan area, the VA doesn't make guaranteed loans. They guarantee the loan made by a private sector lender. And that guarantee is what the VA would pay the lender if it, the loan went into foreclosure. And a disabled veteran doesn't pay the funding fee that has been periodically in the news. But they do require you to occupy the house. Um, a dependent child could live in the house and that would meet the requirement. And if you go under default, the VA will step in and assist. Mm, let's see. 
There's VA life insurance. There's service members group life insurance. Um, there's traumatic injury protection. Well, we've come to the end of today's show. There's still so much more that I could cover. And, uh, you know, there are those who think the VA is the end-all, be-all. And it's a phenomenal program. The problem is that there are those that take advantage of it and those that help them do it. Uh, when I say take advantage, I don't mean in a good way. I mean, like these contractors I'm dealing with, 10 years of dealing with lawsuits for them to try to get the benefits of my VA coverage. It's free money. We just have to figure out how to make you get it for us. Well, until tomorrow, this is Ken Hudnall for the Ken Hudnall Show saying have a truly great evening.